take three. I tried to do this twice already, but it's first thing in the morning and my first few sips of coffee have not hit in, uh, have not activated my brain. I, I couldn't even say kicked in. I was trying to say coffee kicked in. Jeez, this is difficult. Um, this is what I get for trying to do this first thing in the morning. All right, so I accidentally took... I literally can't make words with my mouth right now. Hold on. Let me try this again. Okay, take four. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> so, I accidentally took my kids to a UFC watch party last night. It was the UFC event featuring Amanda Nunes versus Holly Holmes and John Bones Jones versus Thiago Santos. And uh, you may be wondering, how do you accidentally take your nine-year-old and almost seven-year-old to a UFC watch party? Uh, well, uh, let me uh, give you a little backstory, and then um, I'll get into my thoughts on, on the event and, uh, you know, UFC in general. So here's all the, how this went down in a nutshell. A couple days ago, my buddy reached out to me and was like, hey, do you want to get together Saturday night? Uh, we'll have a couple beers and watch the fights. And I was like, what fights? Uh, you know, this is not on my radar at all, you know. And, and he's like, oh, I'm pumped up for the uh, the whole Nunez fight. And at first I thought that that was dudes um, because it, it wasn't registering with me. I had heard about these women that had defeated Ronda Rousey. Um, and so just on the peripheral of UFC world, I rarely go out of my way to watch anything. If it's on TV, um and I'm flipping through, I don't usually stop on it. Um, I'm not like a combat sports fan um, going into this. So, But, you know, it was an opportunity to get together and socialize with this guy, and uh, I knew he was into it. Um, and I was, I, was, I was open to the experience. I was like, hey, you know, maybe watching it with him, I'll learn something. You know, just kind of in, in the spirit of having a breadth of experiences and, and leaning on other people's expert, expertise and their interests. Um, that one almost tripped me up. Ex, 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 expertise. Um, apparently, I'm an expert at talking. Uh, so I'm like, I'm into it. You know, I say, hey, yeah, maybe that'll work. Um, let me see what's happening with the family on Saturday. Um, and see if I can peel away uh, for a little solo boys night uh, Saturday night. And uh, so that was a couple days ago. Yesterday, Saturday, uh, I, I check in with them. I was like, hey, you know, my family's trying to do some pool time this afternoon and we've got some errands to run. We might do some dinner out. You know, how are, are you still going out for this uh, UFC event? Um, and I didn't realize it's like it's a pay-per-view event. So you're either going to um, pay for it at your house. <coughs> Sorry, just got a little tickle in my throat. Hold on, let me have a sip of coffee. Cheers, everybody. <clears throat> All right. Um, it's a pay-per-view event. You're either going to pay for it at your house or go out to a, a bar or a restaurant or somewhere that has the event. So um, he, he texts me back. Uh, so I'd asked him, I said, you know, how are you feeling about this? I'm kind of like 55, 45. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to, to peel away from the family. He was like, oh, hey, man, no worries. You know, I'm going either way. I'm excited about uh, the, the Holly Holm, uh, Amanda Nunes fight. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm a UFC newbie, so I don't know what to get excited for. But uh, that sounds great. 
Um, let me see. Let me see how the evening goes. And so we we have this nice Saturday family family day together. And I'm like, you know what? I am kind of feeling like maybe it would be good to go have have a beer with a buddy, um, and then kind of reconnect with the family um, Sunday morning. So and plus, you know, I uh, he's he's a buddy that um, also went to University of Maryland um, and lives out here in Phoenix. So it's kind of you know I I feel like. I'm not the most social guy, so when someone says, "Hey, let's get together," I want to take them up on it, and uh, and you know try to keep some semblance of a of a social life while being a dad and and working a job and you know hustling around the house and taking care of the the kids and and working on music stuff. And so I was like, "Yeah, you know, let, let me see if I can make this happen." So we're my family's running errands, um, you know, but maybe we can swing out and maybe my wife will just drop me off. And then they'll go home. That way, if I have a couple beers, I can just take an Uber home and not have to worry about that. He was like, all right, cool, man. You know, fights start around 7 and probably goes to about, you know, 10, 10.30, something like that. Because um, I guess the fights are in Vegas, so it's on Pacific Coast time. And uh, apparently they start really late on the East, East Coast. You know, people will get together to start watching these fights at, you know, 9 p.m. and stay up until 1 in the morning watching these things. So uh, so anyway, the plan was for me to just get dropped off. But the way the timing worked out, we had done a little bit of shopping. Um, my daughter was actually napping through part of the shopping, my 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 six-year-old, almost seven-year-old, um, which is kind of cute because I know these these moments of getting to carry her around while she's napping are uh, are fleeting. So I was trying to appreciate that, and I, I did. It was kind of funny. We were in TJ Maxx or uh, you know some such department store, uh, and she's sleeping on me. And I do a little bit of shopping. I find myself a couple T-shirts. And then she's just, she's heavy, you know, I, I was getting fatigued. So I was like, I was like, hon, I'll, I'll go sit down in a comfy chair and you guys can finish up shopping. So it was actually really sweet. She napped on me for a few minutes while uh, my wife and my other daughter finished up shopping. And so I was just that dad that was sitting there reading the news on his phone. Uh, and I actually was reading the news. I know some of you were like, that's bullshit. You were just scrolling through Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and wasting your time. But I was actually reading the Wall Street Journal app because that's the one thing that I do for democracy is pay for uh, a little bit of uh, legitimate news. I have actually subscribed to the Wall Street Journal. I hope they're not fake news. But I was reading about, uh, I don't know, the earthquakes in California and some other stuff. I don't know. I was just kind of, yeah, I didn't retain much, but I was trying to make myself a more informed person. <laughs> what, did, what did I read about? Uh, earthquakes in California. And then let me see if I can remember one other story without looking at my phone. Hold on. No, that's a waste of time. I don't want to do that right now. Your attention is valuable. That's the most important thing. If I could if I could just give anyone a message, it's your attention is valuable. And that's why I thought, you know, I'm not going to be the dad sitting here scrolling through Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and just, you know, eye candy and and kind of though my my attitude about that is is too much candy gives you cavities, right? So too much attention candy is just going to give you cavities and your brain is going to get warped. You're going to need a root canal on your brain. How's about that for an image? Uh, so um, 
I digress. Uh, I was sitting there sleeping, or no, my my daughter was sleeping on me, and I'm scrolling through the news. My wife and other daughter finish up shopping. We go out, and then um, and then my wife is like, "Hey, so you know, you're going to Cold Beer and Cheeseburgers. I've I've always kind of wanted to check that place out. How about since I've got to drive you down there anyway, and it's about dinner time for us, why don't we go have dinner together?" I was like, sure, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. So that then the plan morphed from you know them dropping me off and me having beers with my buddy and watching fighting uh, to the family coming in and we'll all have a meal together. We'll invite my buddy to to come sit with us and socialize, and then my family would leave, and then we would uh, me and my buddy would stay and watch the fighting. Uh, so we get there and. There are, there's literally like a million TVs. Why do we say literally when we're going to exaggerate? Is that just something I do because I'm not smart? Or is that something everybody does? There were literally a million TVs in this place. No, it was a perfect place to go watch the fight because the fight was on every single wall. Um, And uh, maybe there was like one TV off in the corner showing the Diamondbacks baseball game. So we go in there, and the event had already started. They were doing some, uh, you know, whatever sort of pre-fight uh, footage and backstory they were doing for the, the fight that was coming up. And uh, and then my spidey sense starts tingling a little bit, and I was like, so, uh, you know, we're sitting in this booth. It was a great spot. I, th- I think we kind of lucked out. It was kind of a crowded um, night in a crowded situation. We walked up. We were like, hey, family of four. They are like, yep, cool. Come on right over here. This great corner booth. Tons of TVs like right there in our area. So my kids are uh, up there and I was like, okay, so my spidey sense goes off. I'm like, shit, like, are my kids old enough to watch this? Is this appropriate? Do we seem like irresponsible parents right now? So there's kind of two things going on. One is uh, how do I feel about this situation? And then two is how are others judging me about this situation? And usually the latter, that how are other people judging me part, is way disproportionately noisy in my mind. In my mind, right? You know, is, people say something about like in your in your 20s, all you care about is yourself. In your in your 30s, all you care about is how other people uh, think about you. And then in your in your 40s, you realize no one's really thinking about you. Isn't there some sort of cliche like that? The other one I like is uh, if you're not a liberal, if you're not a, like a liberal Democrat when you're young, then you don't have a heart. And if you're not a conservative Republican when you're older, then you don't have a brain. Right? <laughs> isn't that isn't that another one? Uh, aren't we good at just trying to encapsulate really complicated issues into tiny little cliches that make you feel less than (laughs) it's like, okay, so I guess I'm, I'm liberal for now, but then eventually I'm, I'm, I'm socially liberal, but I'm fiscally conservative. That's kind of a good soundbite too. If you ever need, if you ever need that one, you can run with that one. If anyone's like, what are your political stances? Just say that socially con- socially liberal, fiscally conservative. All right. So now it's fun. Now the coffee's kicking in. So I'm like, crap, is this even appropriate for, for these young children, my daughters to be watching this fighting? Um, but my buddy, my buddy, Andrew is there and, uh, and he's like our Sherpa for the event and for the evening. He's really into it. He loves 
all the the technicality that goes into it. It's a war of attrition. Uh, you know, he was explaining how, you know, you'll see these guys kick maybe a, a kick to the thigh and it doesn't look like much, but over three rounds or five rounds for a title match, you know, those kicks to the thigh really add up and then that leg starts swelling and then it affects the other fighter's balance. And there's all this kind of chess match that goes into the fight, which, you know, to a novice, you might not or the uninitiated, you might not appreciate that. So we have Andrew there to kind of point out some of the technicalities, and he's explaining how, because it's mixed martial arts, there's some people that are grapplers, and they like to take down their opponent and then get them into uncomfortable positions on the ground, you know, like uh, jujitsu or wrestling and that sort of thing, versus the other style kind of on the other part of the spectrum. Um, the other end of the spectrum would be strikers, and these are people that are good at punching and kicking and, um, and you know, knocking their opponent out. So we get there, we're ordering our drinks, um, you know, figuring out what we want to eat, and the first fight happens. And it's not a, it's not a particularly long fight. It, uh, it, you know, kind of halfway through the first round, a guy lands a pretty good kick, and then I forget who the first two competitors or combatants were, uh, forgive me, but, um, there was some American dude who was, who looked pretty jacked. He looked a little bit like John Hamm from Mad Men. (laughs) That's, that's how little I know about this sport is I have to compare it to like, (laughs) you know, cinematic dramas, um, television dramas. So, uh, the, the American guy who was very strong and looked a little bit like John Hamm got kicked in the face and then he fell down and the other guy runs over and punches him in the face a couple more times. And, uh, and my daughters are like, Ooh, I don't know if I like this. And I was like, Oh yeah, sorry. And then, and then my wife is explaining like, yeah, girls, like that was, that was foul play. Like he probably, he shouldn't be hitting him while he's on the ground. So we're trying to like coach our kids through any sort of discomfort or uh, culture shock. Uh, or loss of innocence that they're experiencing while they're watching this. And, um, and then my buddy Andrew is like, well, well, actually, you know, uh, the only, so we had questions for him. We said, Andrew, so how, how does a fight end? And are there any rules? And he was like, yeah, there are rules. There is like etiquette to this. And uh, the way you win a fight is either it's, you know, you, you survive all three rounds and then you get judged based on technical point scoring. Like any other sport, you know, you get a point for certain uh, landing, certain blows to the head, to the body, to the legs, etc. So, you know, judges will be over there tallying it up. He was like, it also depends on how, how much you control the other fighter. So if, if I'm fighting you and I'm dictating where your position is in the octagon, and how badass, it is badass that they put them in a cage uh, to fight. And there's like, you know, a fence behind them. So if I'm dictating all your moves, all your movement, um, and I'm controlling the, the tempo of the match and kind of how things are unfolding, that's sort of a, um, a, a more subjective um, judgment for the, the, the different officials to make. And then at the end, three judges uh, will, will put up their scores and they'll figure out a winner. Or you can tap out. Uh, that There's three ways to win. One is by judgment. One is by tapping out. Um, you know, you, some guy's got you in some horribly uncomfortable position and you tap out before he snaps your arm in half. 
right? That's way number two of winning. And then way number three, which uh, we saw a fair bit of, was uh, getting knocked out. And you get, you know, you get a blow to the head and, uh, you know, you, you're woozy, you pass out for a moment um, or longer, and, or you're just stunned and the, and the referee runs over and breaks up the fight because you're just in no position to defend yourself, right? So there's a couple different ways to win. And he was like, so actually in this situation, uh, until the referee breaks up the fight, like he needs to be an advocate for the health of the, the play, you know, player, for the combatant that, uh, that just got knocked out. Uh, they're relying on the referee to come break up the fight. And sometimes they'll argue. They'll say like, man, I wasn't knocked out. But it's like you were in no position to defend yourself. If I didn't call off the fight, that other guy was going to jump on you and, and punch your face into a bloody pulp, right? So it's this interesting dynamic. And uh, so the first guy gets kicked in the face. Uh, he comes, he's down on his knees. He's stunned. The other guy runs over, starts punching him in his face. And then the referee calls it off. And uh, so, so my buddy explains to the kids and, and us, you know, over a nice family dinner uh, that, uh, well, actually, you know, he's, he's going to want to go over there and, and fight that, you know, beat him up while he's stunned. Um, because unless the referee calls it off, then the other guy could get back up. So it's actually, you know, that's strategically what you should do is until the ref calls it off, go take advantage of any weakness that your opponent is showing. So that was a little, you know, I was like, okay, so, you know, maybe, maybe it wasn't foul play that that guy got punched in the face while he was down, but it certainly looks pretty brutal. And then, um, so we're, you know, I'm, and now I'm like, Ooh, okay. Like, and now my nine-year-old daughter is like, I don't think I like this. And she's, she's, you know, plugging her ears um, when it gets loud in the bar because, you know, somebody lands a particularly strong strike and the whole bar is going like, whoa, you know, and my daughter's like, I don't like this. And she's covering her ears with her hands. Um, and my other daughter didn't seem to be so bothered. She had just woken, you know, woken up from her nap. And we eventually were just like, hey, why don't why don't we just give the kids our phones? Um, that that was uh, that was after the five second knockout. So at this point, I'm on the fence after the first fight we see, and then the second fight was between these guys, um, Jorge Magvidal uh, and Ben Askren. And Ben Askren has this curly hair. The other guys got um, like this kind of. Uh, Latino look to him and his hair pulled back in like cornrows and uh, they do backstory on these guys and I'm kind of on the fence if this is appropriate for my kids or not and whether or not I even like it I was still trying to like decide for myself is this like a is this a good thing to be watching and um, so the these next guys fight and they say all right ready go and then this guy Jorge Magvidal runs starts with a running start towards this guy Ben Askren and Ben puts his head down Jorge does a flying knee to Ben Askren's like neck area like face head and neck and clavicle area and connects with this tremendously forceful flying knee and knocks the guy out in five seconds Um, again, the guy was completely stunned, knocked out. Like even his leg had straightened and, 
Jorge jumps over and punches him in the face twice before the referee can get over there and stop the fight. And I was like, Jesus Christ, like in that situation, you know, that guy is just, he's out. And to be honest with you, it was so forceful and so brutal. I thought, oh my God, we just watched a guy get killed, you know, and it, it fucked me up. I was like, this is not appropriate. This is, this is, this is not, this is not sport. Like, but I guess it is like to some people, it's like all the training and all the technicality and all the physical, uh, you know, physical excellence that goes into this. Well, we need to put these guys in there and figure out who's the best. Like, let's let them compete. And, uh, if you listen to my podcast about free solo, the guy, Alex Honnold that climbs mountains without ropes. Um, I, I kind of was trying to relate his story in so far as, you know, who am I to judge what's going to give someone meaning and purpose and happiness in their life? Uh, it, it doesn't strike me that it would make anyone all that happy to knock someone else out or get knocked out, but di- people are different. And, uh, you know, should I be open-minded about that? But, you know, it's it just felt really strange. Like, I couldn't quite get a full breath. You know that, like, discomfort that you feel? when you kind of forget to breathe full, you're just kind of breathing shallow. And so, you know, it's like, okay, well, that first one was a little brutal. Let's see how this second fight goes. Oh my God, within five seconds, that guy's head almost got kicked off his body. And he's completely like paralyzed on the ground. The doctors ran over. He didn't even move for like a good couple minutes. And then finally, thank God he sat up and was not dead. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, just fucking bring the casket out now. Put that guy in there, and uh, we'll move on to the next fight, and we'll all cheer again. And this is the part that makes me uncomfortable is just I'm like, I'm like, didn't, you know, don't we see movies and dramatizations and learn about history of, like, gladiators and uh, ancient Greece and Rome where they're putting people in pits to fight against each other and then hey let's throw a fucking lion in there too to mix it up and uh you know see some extra blood and gore and we'll all be over here cheering and eating our grapes that are hand fed to us one at a time while people uh, fan us with giant leaves you know it just kind of felt like that I was like yeah I'm down here eating my delicious cheeseburger and uh not that it's here or there. I didn't actually have any beers. I wanted like a, a sweet drink with my dinner. So I had a, a Diet Coke or Diet Pepsi or whatever. Um, ended up not even having a beer. And uh, so after the second one, and that's the one where my, my kids were like, ah, I don't like this. this and they, they kind of knew to tune out. And I was, I was glad. And that's when we gave him our phones. I was like, hon, just, just give him my phone. Cause my daughter was, we weren't try we weren't like forcing them to watch it. We kept saying too, like, Hey, there's a baseball game on over there if you want to watch it, but there's no escaping it. Like when the whole restaurant goes, Oh, you know, when there's a five second knockout, it's kind of hard for kids not to go, what's going on and look up at the TV and see the replay 35 times. You know, and uh, yeah, that's when I was like, Ugh. so I, I finally was able to breathe again when I saw the guy sit up and I knew that we didn't just cheer for a murder, you know, a competitive sport murder. Um, has anybody died doing UFC like in the ring? It, it, it 
to me, I would be shocked if it hasn't happened. Maybe it's the kind of thing where they say like, oh, sustained injuries in the fight and then died at the hospital later on. But um, this month, this guy, it was vicious. And then Jorge Magv- Magvidal, however you say that last name, he's the guy that knocked the, the other guy, Ben, out. And he's like dancing around and imitates getting knocked out. He like goes limp on the floor and um, just horrible sportsmanship. And that to me was tough to watch too. And that's something that uh, my buddy was like, yeah, this is over the top celebration. Um, And you know, that, that doesn't make you want to root for these guys. So that one kind of fucked me up a little bit. And, uh, and then that's when I was like, all right, kids here, have our phones. You know, we don't always just give the kids the phone to entertain them and distract them. But in this situation, I was like, let's just give the kids our phones and let them pull up whatever they want to watch on there. Uh, because I'm, I'm not sure what this is doing to their sweet little brains and their sweet little innocent souls. Um, and then, uh, you know, there are a couple more fights, Amanda Nunes and Holly Holm. They had a, they had a cool fight. It was neat to see women doing it. And, and I'm like, part of me was like, Hey girls, look, you know, women can do it too. This is great. Like, aren't these women fierce competitors and extremely talented and, and very tough. Um, but I didn't, I didn't overemphasize that too much because I don't want one of them to go like, Hey, I think I found my new calling. You know, when my seven year old comes home and all of a sudden she's like in the backyard trying to, you know, punch the wall, um, and, you know, build up her toughness. Uh, here, dad, let me punch you. Um, she loves punching me anyway. I'm like a, a f- punching bag father. So, uh, and then John Jones and Thiago Santos, they go five rounds, and I don't know how their legs aren't just... I mean, if I took one of those kicks to the shin or to the thigh, like my entire leg would just snap and crumple, and I'd be like, oh, great, cool, never walk again. This is awesome. Thanks, guys. Good fight. Um, so anyway, I think you can sense my overall vibe is uh, not not a huge fan not for me. It just seems too too much like gladiators in a coliseum in Rome. And I'm just like, is this really the best use of our time and energy and attention? I don't care if someone wants to get strong. And, you know, there's something to hand-to-hand combat that is primally appealing. You know, it's like, but is this... Is this going to be around forever? In the long run, is this something that needs to keep going on? And, you know, if I was there, would I be wanting to drink and, and be in that, be in the, I don't know, MGM Grand or wherever it is in Las Vegas? Would I want to be there watching this and cheering it on? I felt bad enough watching it on TV. I don't know if, if, if that I just like so I get a little judgy and I think on the one hand it's like hey let's be open minded different people have different um, desires and you know who am I to tell them how to live their life but on the other hand I'm like maybe these are guys that just don't they're so like jacked up with adrenaline and testosterone and whatever and just this fighting spirit maybe that's the only thing that's ever been bred into them you know Maybe if if that guy had had a piano put in front of him at at seven years old, um, in you know, maybe maybe then he would have turned out to be a great 
composer or something. <laughs> that is such a hippy-dippy interpretation of what's going on here. He could have been a great artist. Let's give kids coloring pencils and musical instruments instead of violence. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know. I, and then the, the other funny dynamic during all this, I'm having all this internal struggle. My buddy is, he's, he's a wonderful guy. Like, I don't judge him for liking this. I think it's, it's interesting to me how much he knows about it and how much he follows it. And he gets excited about certain matchups and all these nuances and intricacies that go into anything. The more you look into it, the more interesting it gets like that kind of thing. And the, the, the really funny dynamic is my wife was getting into it. She was like, Oh yeah, let's, let's sit back and watch this. And I was like, who are you? How are you enjoying this right now? But no, like, again, I was having many thoughts at the same time. Part of me was enjoying myself. I was enjoying the company and, uh, you know, feeling like there's this larger event that we were aware of and, and keeping tabs on. And we learned about all these cool different fighters and stuff. But, uh, at the end of the day, man, I, I like, I'm glad I just, I get to go home and, you know, do my day job on the computer instead of having to smash my knee into someone else's face uh, to, to win an event and get sponsorship money. That's the other thing, just like the gross sponsorship and marketing that goes in. So this guy, you know, he does a flying knee to somebody's face, knocks them out in five seconds, and then immediately they hand him a Monster Energy Drink can. And he's like, yeah, Monster Energy Drink, woo! And then I'm like, oh, this is so gross. It's so gross. Um, and then, like, after the main fight, there's John Jones and Thiago Santos. Like, I think one of them had to get wheeled away in a wheelchair and the other guy's getting getting carried off because their legs are barely working. I mean, yes, it is amazing to see the toughness that they'll actually stand up and fight for five rounds. Oh, and this was this was the most redeeming moment. I, I to, to be fair, John Jones and Thiago Santos, after the fight... Thiago Santos, open, you know, they, they, they ring the bell for the last, ra last round. He holds out his arms, and he's like, great fight, man. And they embrace. They hugged. And he, like, rubbed his head. And they had this great moment where they gave each other thanks for the awesome fight that they just had. And I was like, ah, crap. Now, that, now this makes me want to be a fan. Look at that incredible display of sportsmanship and mutual respect for the sport and for each other and that like it I was like oh my gosh and I, I actually did try to show my kids I was like there was because that was like the one redeeming moment for me I was like Emma Bryn look check that out see those those guys just fought really hard but now they're they're hugging each other because they respect each other and they're thankful that they're there and gave each other such good competition and uh, apparently one judge out of three awarded it to Santos. Um, some people say that John Jones clearly dominated the fight. Um, and Santos was in there uh, just uh, taking the beating. But uh, good for him. And I just don't want anybody to, to get too hurt. And you just, it can't be good for their brains to be doing this. But, I mean, what are we all here for anyway? We're not here to, to just live longer. You know, to bring it back to that Alex Honnold guy, he's he's not. It's a, not a lifetime maximization protocol for everybody. You know, for for conservative, fearful people, um, or or you know, survival 
instinct heavy people yeah they're, they're, there's a strong drive to live another day not everybody has that and maybe i should be open-minded about the things that drive other people and, and make their souls light up on fire and and make them feel alive so uh those are my thoughts on the ufc and uh i i think you know for, when all said and done maybe wait till your killed kids are like 10 <laughs> You know, nine, nine and seven, maybe a little young, maybe wait till they're 10 or, uh, or 15 or, uh, maybe never. I could see if this shit was around when I was a kid, me and my friends probably would have tried to do this. <laughs> you know, um, no, I have, I wonder if, I wonder if that was inappropriate. I'm going to have to wait a couple years and see how it sinks into my kids and then go, Hey, do you remember when mom and dad took you to go watch fighting? and eat cheeseburgers and they're like oh yeah thanks that scarred me for life yeah fuck you <laughs> so oh, sorry 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 kids didn't realize that was a sore subject um no i'm sure they'll bounce back kids are resilient and uh, i'm making a big deal out of it because i thought it would be funny and um parenting is tricky you know you go out and oh yeah we'll have a quick we'll have a quick meal and then you guys can split off oh oh it turns out we're sucked in for the whole event oh and so one other reason, the reason we didn't stick to plan B, plan A was just drop me off. Plan B was, okay, just have dinner and then leave. Well, that, that one fight that was only five seconds, you know, sped up the whole card. So the event took much less time than it could have. Um, and there was just a couple really quick fights. And then the main event was going on at like nine, nine thirty, And, uh, we were still there finishing up our dinner. So it was like, well, we might as well stick around and watch this one. So, uh, so that's how we ended up on plan C, which was, um, expose your kids to <laughs> brutal fighting, but then these awesome moments of, of redemption when these two warriors after kicking each other in the shin <laughs> a bunch, uh, end up, I'm trivially trivializing it, but they, they're really they're really incredible fighters. John Jones was interesting to watch. He's so long and lanky. So, I don't know. Do I have a newfound appreciation for UFC or do I feel a little uh <laughs> feel a little bad about my parenting? Uh or do I think society is going to hell in a handbasket because we uh we don't you know, kind of prioritize and optimize where our attention and energy and money is going. I think a little bit of all of that, you know, you can't quite sum it up in a cliche or a nutshell, but, uh, all right, let me know what you think. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I could learn, learn something or get your perspective. Maybe there's some, some preschools out there that are designed to, uh, expose children to mixed martial arts fighting. <laughs> You're like, you think that's bad, babe? I signed my kids up for MMA training when they were three and four. <laughs> All right. Peace, everybody. Be well. Try not to, uh, try not to get a flying knee to your face. Why can't we be friends? 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 Why can't Don't